Welcome to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. When I was a little girl, my mother always said that I was too bold for my britches. My father said that I was... Uh, my father said that I was, um, I've forgotten what he said, but anyway, I was adventurous. Uh, when they died, I came to Arizona with my brothers to take care of the ranch, to tend to the ranch. Now, uh, I was smart, I was creative, and I was bold, um, and I was so bored. My parents, uh, my brothers promised my parents that they would get me married mm -hmm. before they married. <clears throat> so they drug every cowboy from Arizona in. Now they were handsome. They were very handsome. But all they talked about and all they loved were their horses, <laughs> not me. So, uh, sorry. So uh, my, I had my brothers going for a while because I didn't care about those dull cowboys or marriage for that matter until Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox had a flair about him. He was tall, dark, and handsome, rich, smart, but here's the pearl. He told the most magnificent stories. He was a storyteller. I was in awe of all of his stories. I could listen to him for hours and hours and hours. And I thought, he told stories about all of his travels all over the world. He told stories about all of the furniture that he collected from all over the world. I've always wanted to travel. So I thought, well, maybe this is my chance to escape. So I consented to marry Mr. Fox. <clears throat> my brothers were ecstatic. So when I told them, uh, there was just one little thing. I just couldn't put my finger on it. But I asked my brothers, I said, did you check him out? Did you go and see this house? Did he take you to this house that he went on and on and on about? No! Well, I have a plan. I'm smart and clever, and don't forget I'm bold. So I told them to take Mr. Fox into town for two or three days. I'm going to find this house and check it out. So he went off and I put on my coat, mounted my horse and went off to the desert. I found it. It was a tall adobe house. It had mesquite and uh, cactus all around it. It was a little, little gloomy, but there were gill monsters and scorpions and lizards all over the place. Well, I rode up to the gate, and above the gate was carved, be bold, be bold. Uh, 
Well, I'm bold. And so the door was open, the gate was open, and so we went in, the horse and I, and we went into a wide open courtyard. And over in the corner were these tall, really tall, big vats for, for wine, big wine barrels. So I put the horse behind there. When I was there, I saw the door that led into the house. It said, be bold, be bold, but not too bold. Well, I'm bold, and I'm not too bold, and I'm brave. So I went in. And I went into a wide hall, and there was a stairwell, an empty, wide, empty stairwell, that I went right up. And at the top, I found a wide, empty gallery with big windows and sun sh shining through and you could see the courtyard and a beautiful garden from those windows and at the other end was a long narrow hall with a narrow door and above it it said be bold be bold but not too bold lest your heart blood run cold Ooh. That gave me a chill. Now, I'm bold, but I'm not that bold. <laughs> so I looked through the keyhole with the light streaming through. When I looked in, there were candles everywhere, millions, hundreds of candles. And it, at first glance, it looked like I couldn't really see. It looked like a lot of white sticks and clothes, maybe laundry, just piles and piles of clothes. So I looked again. What? Wait. This, in this saloon, I saw, these are not bones, these are not uh, sticks, but skeleton bones. And these are not piles of clothes, but bodies stained with blood. Oh, butchery. Oh, gore. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm terrified. So like a, a, a coyote with his tail on fire, I turned 180 degrees and ran down the hall as fast as I could. I went through the gallery and down the steps, and I looked out the window, and there I saw Mr. Fox dragging a girl by her hair through the through the desert into the courtyard. So I ran downstairs and I hid behind a big wine vat as fast as I could and just in time because he stood there at the door dragging the girl by her hair across the hallway. When he went up the stairs, she grabbed the banister. She was fighting for her life. And he was angry. I could see his face. It was all gnarled and red and, and just wild. And he cursed. And he cursed. And he pulled out his sword and he cut off her arm. And her hand flew up into the air. And the light glistened on her ring as it fell down into my lap of all places. <gasps> I was so scared. I thought he was going to look. For it, but he didn't. He drugged the girl upstairs to carry on with his wicked work. 
And I heard him drag her down the hall. And as soon as he did like a jackrabbit, I jumped up and I ran out of that door that said, be bold, be bold. I mounted my horse and I, we rode under that, that sign that said, be bold. And I did not look, without looking, without thinking, I rode until I got home with that hand still in my pocket. When I got home, I saw my brothers and I said, the marriage is off. And I told them what happened. And they agreed that we had to do something. I have an idea. I'm smart and clever and don't forget, I'm bold. So I told him to bring the sheriff and the whole town to the signing of the certificate. And the next day, Mr. I was dressed in my wedding gown, and Mr. Fox was sitting across from me, and Mr. Fox signed the certificate and pushed it over to me. I picked it up, and I started to write, and then I stopped, and I said, you know, I had a dream last night, a bad dream. I didn't sleep well, and Mr. Fox said, oh, dear heart, dreams are so contrary. Tell me what your dream is about because soon you will be mine. So I said, well, I, I dreamt that I went out and found your, uh, your house and, and there was a sign that said, be bold, be bold, and I went through it. And then there was another sign that said, be bold, be bold, but not so bold. And I went through that and I found, oh, it was just a dream, let me just sign. But I went up the stairwell and I saw the gallery at, on one side, it was empty, but then down the hall, there was a door that said, be bold, be bold, but not so bold, lest your heart blood run cold. Well, Mr. Fox, that really scared me, and I, it was just a dream, I'll just, but then I decided to look through the keyhole. Do you know what I saw? I saw this saloon with all of these lights and I saw all of the skeleton bones and bodies of all these young girls, these young maidens. And when I ran away, I looked out the window and I saw you, Mr. Fox. I saw you dragging a girl by her hair and I saw you cut her hand off. By this time, all of the townspeople were leaning in. Nothing exciting like this had ever happened since the roadkill uh, cooking competition. <laughs> so they were all looking at Mr. Fox. I stood up and I said, and here's the hand with the ring. At that, my brother's and the townspeople drew their sword and they cut Mr. Fox into pieces. And very well, he deserved it. Well, there wasn't enough to arrest. That's, that's, that's the end of that. <laughs> if you're interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.